Uh, good morning. I'm Byron Whetstone with Heartland International Ministries, and this is our blog. You know, we've done this a few times over the last several weeks, months, and today I wanted to have uh, the founder of HIM, who needs no introduction, Fred Cornish, join with us. Fred, recently we've been trying to make sure that we let the HIM community know about why we are here and what is our purpose, and I wondered if you might want to comment. That's a big, big uh, comment. Uh, HIM, I mean, just the letters Heartland International Ministries uh, originated in the back of a pickup truck and kind of Nicaragua on a rain pouring night, just imagining that out of the heart of America, Kansas City, in this region, that we could touch the whole world. And uh, that's where Heartland International, that we can't separate ourselves from the international. And, but just as the years have slipped by, we're pushing 20 years now, that uh, the word him, you know, just keeps resonate, resonating. Him, H-I-M, him, him, it's all about him. I see right here in front of us, there's a plaque that says, in all your ways acknowledge him. Amen. So it's, it's all about him. And yet there's an organization and it is multifaceted in our ministries, but really ultimately our existence is for him, to him, to honor him, Amen. to acknowledge him who is the King of Kings, the Amen. Lord of Amen. Lords. Amen. Last week I had a privilege uh, to go to a conference with some pastors uh, in Hot Springs, Arkansas. And the reason that we were invited was because of our uh, livelihood projects and the way that has been a legacy for HIM, but a way now that a lot of church planting is being viewed through a model of a businessman bivocationally as a pastor. Can you give a little history of some of the livelihood work that's been done previously? Yeah, well, the livelihood is a kind of a buzzword that uh, it's become very popular and it's because some of us who've been in relational relationships with people for 40, 50 years, it's normal that if you have a relationship, even your family, you help your kids with bicycles, you help your kids with books or whatever they need. And so HIM and our relationships with people all over the world have always been feeding and trying to equip them. We might say equipping someone, give them a tool. And I can remember many years ago and part of the messy missionary work and him is right in the middle of it, is where do we uh, not create dependency? Where do we not create people that are coming every other day, knock, 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 I need fish, I'm hungry, would you give me a fish? Knock, 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 hey, I'm hungry again, I need a fish. And finally, someone kind of put it out there for all of us to say, hey, quit giving people fish give them a fishing pole Amen. and let them go fish and they can catch their own fish. And that's a, a simple little picture, but it's very profound if you're dealing with people that are going to plant sugar cane or they're out and they're, they need to milk cows. And so I always try to equip people with those 
pertinent needs that fit, fit their their situation and everybody's different you know some people i thought uh, about our gps last night and we're right here near the garmin headquarters yeah, yeah. and uh, the gps i remember providing gps's in nicaragua for fishermen so that they could fish properly and yet they were pastors <laughs> and yet pastors bivocational they'd be out fishing so it may be a GPS, it could be bango trees in the Philippines. We talked about uh, switching from, you know, uh, sugar cane to mango trees that, that fit their world. All through Delhi, we're talking about, you know, those rickshaw, electronic rickshaws yeah. now where the pastors can uh, let some of their parishioners work for them. They can make money and the rickshaw's got evangelistic verses in Hindi and different languages yes, sir. right on, on top of the, the rickshaw. So, yeah, it goes on and on. And I think if one big one that I love right now is, and I've got a little sample of these books, is our brother in Nepal who's, who's doing, you know, translation and books that they've never had in the Nepali language and some in Hindi and uh, trying to get books out, you know. So all of that's livelihood. Amen. Excuse Amen. me for being on a rant. But, yeah. No, it's spectacular. And, uh, you know, to those who, uh, you know, watch the blog, I think you'll realize that we're really trying as HIM to differentiate ourselves by continuing to propose and support various livelihood projects all across India in Nicaragua, in the Philippines, in Africa, and all of these things complement the way that we share the gospel, the way that we build communities, and the way that we continue to do good things across the globe and, and do so uh, for the glory of God. Hey, Byron. Amen. Excuse me. Yeah. Can I just, I, I wanted to take this opportunity because you and I have not been able to kind of talk to some of our friends. Yeah, Hopefully this sure. Will, by the way, you can forward this, whoever you are, and spread it around. But I want to thank Byron. I want to thank his staff and his office and his team here in Kansas City because they've taken the whole world off my shoulders. Some of you know me, some of you don't. But I've lived like a, a heavy-duty radical life pushing the envelope uh, for a long time. And to come to a season in my life now, I'm hitting my 70s, that... Uh, that someone God has raised up, and uh, I'm just so thankful for yeah. Byron and his team and uh, just being able to pass on the baton, and this is big stuff, and thank you for your prayers. I know many of you are serious prayers, so thank you for praying. Uh, but uh, don't uh, think Fred's not in the game. He's still in the game every day, uh -huh. and we thank God for that. Yeah, praise the Lord. Amen.